welcome to She Dares to Dream podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Oleksova, multi-passionate creative entrepreneur, marketing strategist and educator. And my intention is to empower you to create anything your soul desires. Whether you want to find your life's purpose, leave your nine to five job or turn your unique talent into a thriving business, this is the place to dream big. Through a series of intimate conversations, I'll be sharing inspiring stories of incredible humans who had the courage to follow their dreams, building their meaningful lives and successful businesses. I believe that their personal stories can not only touch your heart and soul, they can move and motivate you to take an inspired action and unleash your own potential. So get ready to live your dreams, no matter how big or small. So today's episode is going to be a bit different because I had a few people suggesting that it would be a good idea if I came on the show for one of the episodes, not as a podcast host, but as a podcast guest. So here I am. (laughs) This is the final 10th episode of season one of She Dares to Dream podcast and I thought it would be a good idea to give you a little sneak peek or behind the scenes of my personal life, my business life, how it all started, my my journey, but there's just so many things I would like to cover and talk about. I thought maybe just having like a flash interview and talking about all sorts of things over the next hour would be a good opportunity to kind of uh, show you the world in my eyes. And I also thought, who would be the best person who can ask me the questions, who knows me, who would do the best job? And I thought of my dear friend from Czech Republic, Lenka Požárová. So hi, Lenka. Hi. (laughs) Hi to everybody. So we met with Lenka uh, in 2007, so it's many moons ago, and it was during the photo shoot and interview for the Czech edition of Elle magazine. And when I was actually looking at the Elle issue this morning, as we were preparing for this interview, I just couldn't be more amazed that the actual piece that we were doing the interview for was called Making Your Dreams Come True. So I thought this is such a synchronicity moment again. And uh, yeah, and at the time we were talking to Elle about changing our careers, transforming our lives. At the time, I was talking about leaving my uh, nine-to-five corporate job and becoming a yoga teacher. And what was it uh, you were talking about, Lenka? What was your career change at the time? Yeah, mine was a little bit different. I used to work as a tax consultant and also in a big company. Um, And I changed my career to be a cookbook uh, writer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which was totally different at that time. It was not usual to change the career. 
so yeah so like um fast forward we're sitting here today and actually we've been kind of on each other radar um since then uh staying in touch over social media and actually it was last year when Lenka got in touch and invited me to be interviewed for one of the Czech national newspapers sorry I have to interrupt you I also changed my career again as you uh, did so <laughs> it was funny and actually I realized I'm observing you your path all the time since we met for the first time and uh, I thought yeah this woman is very interesting so why not uh, to interview her and here we are again <laughs> oh thank you for uh, for being part of this journey and and sharing my story because um, as I said last year when the, um, the interview for the Czech national newspapers was published I had lots of people actually asking me if I can do a translation of the interview and obviously it was like a full page and I thought it would be a bit challenging so like what a perfect opportunity now to talk again in English and maybe give a little bit of um, kind of sneak peek into my life and my business and just share why I'm doing what I'm doing really and I know already <laughs> that I'm gonna definitely bring Lenka on the show in season two because she's such an inspiring person, woman, dreamer and doer uh, in her own right. And there's just so many amazing things that are coming for her. And yeah, like we already said, and you mentioned there has been um, so many twists and turns and transformation and changes in your life, in your career. So Let's save this story for season two. But yeah, shall we just uh, dive in? I, I think you've got uh, some questions for me today. So Yeah, don't be nervous, Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's very different when you are uh, on the other side now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are not the interviewer. So <laughs> it might be challenging again. And you love challenges. So yeah, yeah it's going to be fun. Yeah, it will be. Let's jump to the questions. Okay. Which three words describe you the best? Okay. It's a tricky one because I think there's just so many words and I think it constantly changes. But I think the constant three words, um, I think, resonate with me and who I am would be I am passionate as I go into everything with my whole heart. Then number two would be creative, as I tend to see creative opportunities and potential in just about everything and everyone. And then the last third one would be that I'm determined, as I know that anything is possible if you simply do and be your best every single day. How did your creative career start it? So I think creativity runs in my blood but I think it really started in my 20s when my dream was to get all access to the band Depeche Mode and I was a huge fan and being at the right time and the right place I was offered an opportunity to become uh, editor of the international fan club magazine Bong so it was way before internet And so I ended up flying between Prague and London and creative design, writing, doing interviews, photography, uh, you know, production became my second nature. But then I move on to 
um, working in the music, publishing and film production. And I was heading brand and marketing and public relations for big multimedia international companies. Uh, so whether it was designing billboard or TV campaigns, logos, merchandise, websites, photo shoots, press conferences, um, creativity was really a huge part of my life. I was 24-7. I was living and breathing it. When did you realize you wanted to become a yoga teacher? I guess when I realized I wasn't in charge of my life. And instead of living my own dreams, I was building someone else's. So as simple as that. Why did you move to London, if I may ask? <laughs> so I would say because I heard London calling. <laughs> and As many people do, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, it feels like home. Uh, it feels like I belong here. Um, I used to live here in my 20s when... Uh, I work here as an au pair, then I started working for Depeche Mode, so I was here for some time. I was staying here quite often. I knew I just I just belong here. It felt like home in my heart. So um, at that time in my 20s, I knew that when is the right time, I'm going to be back. And But th then obviously I went on to build my life career in Prague in my hometown but yeah when um, when I left my corporate job when I went to India to become to train and become a yoga teacher I came home and I was just going through so many changes in in personal life in career I thought why not to add another <laughs> big change and challenge and just move uh, to a different country so here I am um, nearly 13 years And yeah, I'm loving it. Do you have your favorite word? I think my favorite word of all time is serendipity. Not only it sounds amazing, but also the meaning of it. So based on the Oxford Dictionary, serendipity means the luck some people have in finding or creating interesting or valuable things by chance. And you can also call it synchronicity. But when I look back at my life and everything that happened, it is just a collection of serendipity synchronicity moments when one thing happened for a reason and led to another. So when I talk about the, the band Depeche Mode and getting my dream job working for them, I had no idea that at the time I would meet a friend who at the time worked for their record label. And then when I moved to London nearly 20 years later, this friend would introduce me to my future husband. <laughs> and uh, so it looks like, you know, if it wasn't for Depeche Mode, if I didn't meet this friend who was a mutual friend of mine and my husband, if I didn't move to London, like all these things happening at the right time, it's lucky chances, coincidences that you're not searching or looking for just lead you to something better and bigger. And um, so, yeah, I'm just always kind of excited and kind of see serendipity moments and pretty much everything. <laughs> Who or what inspires you? I think oh, there's so many people uh, that inspire me in my life, in my business. My daughter inspires me <laughs> in many ways with her curiosity 
but I would say probably nature because I really get in a creative flow when I'm still, when I'm peaceful, calm, relaxed, and connected to my true self. And I can spend a day in a hammock in our garden, watching clouds, smelling roses, and listening to birds while dreaming up new website designs or online programs. And yeah, in that moment when I'm nature that we are all part of, I feel supported. I feel in that creative flow. Do you ever run out of ideas? Does it happen to you? Not really. <laughs> Because I think I'm one of the lucky souls who finds inspiration and creativity in absolutely everything. You know, like um, I can watch a movie and, um, you know, there's um, some scene or something that or uh, a line that suddenly inspires me for a blog post or I see a flower in the garden uh, or plant and it has like a beautiful color palette so I just think that would be a beautiful for a branding or a website design <laughs> so in one way it is beautiful that just wherever I look I see creative ideas and inspiration but at the same time it just doesn't stop <laughs> because like I said you know I can watch a movie I can read a book I can look at the magazine hear a podcast and I'm just kind of yeah bombarded by inspiration or ideas so <laughs> you work from home right so uh, what's the best and worst thing about working from home I guess the the best thing is the location freedom and being in charge of what I do every single day, like having a lion on a weekday or just grabbing my computer and um, setting up in our garden or just having that location freedom so I can work from anywhere. And the worst thing is setting healthy boundaries between my work and my personal life because there is a fine line when you love what you do so much. Like I said, I breathe and live creativity that's what I do for a living and I'm just so lucky that I am really really passionate about it and um, then I I can I just don't seem to <laughs> kind of stop consuming um, creativity and uh, browsing internet and researching and and doing stuff that is related to work but You know, at the same time, it's not a work. It's just because I'm so passionate about it. I just don't know when to stop. So kind of drawing that line. Okay, this is the end of work day. And now just let go. Shut the computer. Let go. I know exactly what you are talking about. I know this by myself. Why you are doing what you are doing? I guess I'm doing it because I want to have freedom to live my life the way I choose while inspiring other women to do the same for themselves. What was your creative vision for this podcast? Inspiring stories, definitely, because I believe that hearing an inspiring story at the right time and the right place can really touch your heart. Uh, it can move you, it can motivate you, it can inspire you, it can empower you to take an inspired action yourself. So I really just wanted to start talking to incredible women who had the courage to follow their own dreams uh, and by sharing their inspiring stories, their personal journeys, their transformations. Um, I wanted to show others what's possible for them and what is out there. 
if you dare to live your dreams. Best business tip or advice, what would it be for you? If I can choose three, <laughs> again, this list can go on. Honestly, I've been in a business, you know, and having ups and downs um, like for years. So I guess my best top three would be number one, listen to your heart because it always knows the difference between the right and the wrong. Then less is more and keeping it simple by holding on to things that work and letting go of things that don't work. And then number three, only ever do what lights you up, what excites you, and what brings you joy. So that's my three. What's your biggest challenge? I find the most challenging my perfectionism. I am self-proclaimed queen of perfectionists. And uh, I think it comes hand in hand with creativity. I think uh, all creative people are to some extent perfectionists because you want to do your best and create the, the best possible result, whatever you know, you're working on. But at the same time, perfectionism has been holding me back in so many ways so many times so I say perfectionism and I actually my affirmation daily affirmation whenever I'm working on anything and I get stuck I start procrastinating because perfectionism is kind of procrastination in disguise I have a little affirmation which goes passion over perfection I have to remember that <laughs> the toughest business decision what was it? I guess it was probably deciding to close my yoga business after 12 years. So as I said, I trained to become a yoga teacher in India in 2006. I was teaching yoga for 12 years here in London. Uh, I had my yoga business. It was amazing. But then when I when I started designing websites, when I moved back to my creative roots and I started um, designing websites, designing branding and working with other uh, female entrepreneurs and helping them turn the passion into a profitable online business. I This design business suddenly grew organically so quickly that I uh, suddenly had two businesses running, yoga business and then I had uh, my design business and obviously it was just one of me so I at the time I also felt that teaching yoga wasn't lighting me up anymore like I said before you know it, I didn't feel lit up um, it wasn't bringing me that much joy as it used to and also my dream vision was to be location independent and Obviously, teaching yoga in a studio and going to a location that didn't give me this freedom. So kind of it just one thing led to another and having a new um, successful creative business. And also, um, I felt really passionate about impacting uh, more people's lives. Uh, I felt suddenly restricted by the studio walls, uh, teaching to uh, just a small group of people, and I wanted to make a bigger impact. And I thought if I bring together um, the best of the two worlds I know inside out, uh, teaching yoga, running a wellness business, as well as having the background in marketing, branding, design, creativity, 
then I can help other wellness health entrepreneurs to build their businesses and then if I help one of these people and then they help many more then I am creating like a ripple effect and uh, creating bigger change bigger positive impact in more people's lives so it was kind of personal choice uh, not being aligned to the purpose of teaching yoga which I thought was my purpose for many years but our life's purpose is constantly evolving as we evolve as humans and I know that creativity is when I'm connected to my source my creative source uh, and um, I was really lucky that it grew into a successful business Um, and so I had just to make the decision and decided that yoga has to go for now and uh, so I can concentrate on um, on the design Which lesson has been the hardest to learn for you? I guess the hardest thing or lesson I had to learn in both life and business is to be able to let go of relationships, friendships that hold you back. Uh, Because when you start growing, when you elevate, when you expand, whether it's personally or spiritually, lots of people around you can feel triggered. So... There will be people who accept and celebrate this new higher version of yourself and there will be those who simply don't as um, you often mirror back their own insecurities and limiting beliefs. So yeah, I think letting go of um, relationships, friendships that hold you back. What sums up happiness for you? It will be sitting on a beach with my family watching the sunrise. (laughs) What's your greatest fear? I guess to regret that I haven't lived my life to the fullest at the end of my life. No one likes to be rejected. How do you cope with rejection? For me, I think rejection is really just the universe in disguise reminding me there's something even better or bigger out there waiting for me. How do you make your dreams come true? Right. I consider myself a big dreamer. But also I am a a big doer and I use manifestation to take me from my dreams through my actions to my results. In fact, I'm sharing on my website a beautiful manifestation guide that is really practical, step by step, really simple practice that I've been doing in my life even before I knew what manifestation is, that's how I manifested my dream job working for the Peshmo. That's how I manifested moving to London. That's how I manifested my business. That's how I manifested my husband, my family here in uh, in England. So I guess it all starts with creating your dream vision. I have a dream vision board, which is a collage of beautiful images, photos, colors, scenes, um, quotes on my bedroom wall I think I mentioned it in one of the previous episodes it's right next to my bed so it's the first thing I see in the morning when I wake up and last thing I see when I go to bed so it's constantly in front of me and when you create this dream vision it gives you clarity what you really really want in your life so you kind of give yourself a direction, a path where you want to be moving and then through a series of exercises 
you it really helps you whatever you do in your life it helps you to kind of navigate through making decisions and kind of understanding what you should be saying yes to and what you should be saying no to in your life to get closer to this dream vision faster Uh, but it all really has to do with how this dream vision makes you feel on a more subtle energetic emotional level and uh, and then when you step into this dream vision and you feel and experience those feelings as if they were happening now already and then you take inspired actions that are aligned to this dream vision and those feelings then you start getting to this uh, to the results faster like I said when I decided my dream vision was to be location independent have the location freedom to be able to work from anywhere as I said my design business which is online business so I've got all the freedom um, I wanted it happened within six months that's why I had to say goodbye to yoga because it didn't give me that um, that location freedom. This this process really works for me. So if people want to go to my website, download this freebie manifestation guide and just see if it works for them, I, I would be really happy. Your pinch me moment so far was? Ooh, so many. Uh, but I guess uh, sitting in a recording studio with Dave Gahan, the singer of Depeche Mode, and taking photos as he was recording his vocals for their album Ultra. Uh, That was probably my biggest pinch me moments. Uh, And then uh, these photos being used in their DVD film documentary. Wow. What would be your favorite part of the day? My favorite part of the day is sunrise, as I already mentioned, and I typically get up early in the morning before, you know, my family wakes up and I roll the yoga mat um, in our dining area, which faces our garden. And especially this time of year in the summer, it's really wild, really lush and jungly. And so if I open the big doors, uh, sitting on the yoga mat and seeing the sun kind of coming through all the leaves and flowers and touching my skin and feeling that fresh air in the morning, uh, the start of the day, uh, new day, new opportunities, um, that gets me really excited. Are you party animal or home bird? Confess, confess now. Um, I think now um, as I'm older I am definitely more of a home bird um, because I guess working for so many years in uh, music and film industry it seems I just been to all the movie premieres and and concerts and and events um, there were at the time so I think I've done it all and now I just can't be happier just um, watching a movie uh, and cuddling up with my family on the sofa. (laughs) The one album you play over and over and over again what would it be? So it would be either well I I don't have one because I have a music uh, for kind of different moods and different times and different seasons of my life so it would be definitely something between Depeche Mode, Madonna but I think most often I 
play is uh, 70s funk and disco playlist on Spotify. I have to find it by myself. <laughs> the book you keep on your bedside table right now, what would it be? Yeah, so at the moment uh, I'm, I'm finishing reading Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein. Mm -hmm. Is it good? You would recommend that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where is your happy place? I guess it's on my yoga mat. As I said, first thing in the morning when I roll the yoga mat and it's just me and uh, I do my meditation, my visualization, a bit of yoga. Uh, I feel like I am home and I'm, I'm connected. So yeah, yoga mat, but um, I can take it anywhere around the world with me. <laughs> in another life, you would be? I guess it would have to be something creative again and uh, so probably a florist creating a beautiful bouquet of flowers um, or interior designer so yeah I've got uh, a weak spot for interior design <laughs> what's coming up next for you so on my dream vision now is shifting my entire business from one-to-one -one services to group programs uh, so I can help and support more people at the same time. So again, it's about growing, elevating, expanding and trying to make bigger impact. And I felt for the last uh, five years since I've been doing done-for-you design, done-for-you services, working with individual clients, I was super busy, but I didn't feel I can make the the bigger impact that um, that's why I started with. So this summer I'm launching a new online course called Feel Good Websites, um, which is a website makeover that makes you look good, feel good, and do good while you are boosting yourselves and impact. Yeah, so that's kind of the first thing that's coming up next for me. What advice would you give to your younger self if you could? So this advice I would give myself, but also advice I would give to my nine-year-old daughter, it's that you are a powerful creator. So believe in yourself and trust that anything is possible. It is. It is. Anything is possible. I believe that. Good. <laughs> What helps you stay calm? So it's definitely my yoga practice, my meditation, hot bath with some essential oils, candles, crystals, massage, nature, um, and a glass of Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds perfect. That's just perfect. What are you the most grateful for? I am grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my clients. I am grateful for my good health and I'm grateful for my creative heart. We have now the last question. Imagine. <laughs> I think you are still enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should do a part two maybe next season. <laughs> Tell me uh, the mantra or affirmation you live by. I think for many years... It was Dare to Live Your Dreams. So that's why this podcast is called She Dares to Dream. I think if you find that inner inspiration, power, strength, 
um, that kind of um, warrior spirit and you dare to follow your dreams and as I said you don't only dream those dreams but you also take the inspired action then you can easily make them come true it might not be tomorrow it might not be next month next year honestly some of my big dreams taken 10 years 20 years (laughs) so um but I trust I just trust that uh, if I just keep daring and dreaming it up and and surrender, then it's uh, it's gonna happen. So dare to live your dreams. That sounds amazing, Michaela. I think you are not only multi talented, but it's it's so inspiring what you are talking about. Even for me, <laughs> like oh, okay. uh, yeah, really. I uh, I'm looking forward to listen to that podcast we we just made. Oh, thank you so much that um, you were on the other side of the microphone today, and um, yeah, and hopefully, lots of people feel inspired, and um, I can't wait to connect with everyone either here on the podcast, uh, on the show notes, or social media. So thanks everyone for listening, and thanks so much, Linka, for for being part of today's show. It was it was such a pleasure. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of She Dares to Dream podcast. If you loved it as much as I did, make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Then head over to the show notes for all the links and information on my guest this week. You can check it out at michaelaoleksova.com forward slash podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to download my free manifestation guide that shows you how to create a business and life of your dreams. I can't wait for you to tune in next time. And until then, have an awesome week.